In the middle of the storm Louder and louder You're gonna hear my praises roar Up from the ashes Hope will arise Death is defeated The King is alive I'm gonna sing In the middle of the storm Louder and louder You're gonna hear my praises roar Up from the ashes Hope will arise Death is defeated The King is alive That's good news this morning. I'm so thankful that death is defeated and the King is alive. And we have the victory and that's why the Apostle Paul wrote, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. You're on the winning side if you know the Lord Jesus, if you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So I'm grateful for that. Thank you, uh, Youth Praise Team. I always love when they sing and, and I'm so thankful uh, they've blessed our hearts once again, reminding us of the victory that we have in Jesus. And that's why we're here today. If Jesus uh, weren't victorious, then uh, we'd have no reason. We just might as well turn the lights off and, and just go on home. But we got a reason to be here this morning. Jesus is King. He's alive. And He's our hope. And I'm grateful for that. I'm so thankful for the victory that we have through Jesus. And, and uh, this, uh, this morning I can stand before you as your pastor and share with you that, that one of our members has experienced that victory. Her faith has now been turned aside. And I'm talking about Miss Molly Washington. Uh, she went home to be with the Lord. And um, so I want to share that with our church family. And uh, Joey wanted me to also uh, be sure to share that uh, the arrangements are going to be um, on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, they'll receive friends at Dillard's and Pickens. And then uh, the service will follow at 11 o'clock in the chapel there. And then there will be a, a graveside service as well to, to follow that. So just want to share that with you. Let's remember uh, EJ, especially as we pray this morning. And, and uh, let's pray for the Washington family uh, this morning as well. Uh, also, uh, uh, Mickey Oliver's here and, and, uh, and her aunt, uh, went home to be with the Lord, and, and so Mickey, we love you, we continue to pray with you, and I know recently your brother as well, so, um, so let's lift uh, Mickey up in prayer as we pray this morning, and um, also um, just want to remind our church family that we'll be starting at 5 o'clock uh, this, this evening, right here in the sanctuary, and uh, that will start our uh, chili cook-off, we'll start here for uh, some songs of praise and, uh, and, uh, and the word, and then uh, we'll head downstairs and have our chili cook-off. I've already got the prizes, so uh, Carrie Avery wanted me to share with you that, that, that the reigning champion will not be able to enter this year. So that opens the door for somebody, so uh, go ahead if you haven't signed up. Some of you might be holding out. That might be your strategy. You know, I don't want them to know that I'm going to be in. I'm going to slip a, a, a pot of chili in there, and, uh, but, uh, but, but whatever. It's going to be a great time of fellowship tonight, and of course we do have prizes for the top two finishers, and, and uh, it'll just be a great time together, good fellowship. And on a day like today, a, a, a good bowl of chili will, will be really good. You'll get to vote for your favorite pod and, and everything. So I just remind you about that. Hope you'll join us at 5 o'clock here in the sanctuary, and we'll have a great time of, of good fellowship tonight. Also, uh, uh, there's a note in the bulletin about a preschool fundraiser that starts tomorrow. Uh, they're, they're selling popcorn. You remember they did that in the past, and that's, uh, there's several good flavors, and you can sign up at the Welcome Center. There's information about that. 
But don't forget our couple's steak dinner. That's coming up on March the 19th, and that'll be here before we know it. So I just ask you to sign up. There's a sign-up sheet at the Welcome Center, and it'll be $15 a couple. And, and so that'll just kind of help offset the cost. But a good friend of mine, pastor friend, uh, Jeremy Merck, pastor at Norris First Baptist, is going to come and speak. And uh, we'll have a great uh, time together, good fellowship, great food. Um, and I'm uh, so glad to have Jeremy and his wife Stephanie will join us as well. So um, I do want to remind you about that. Uh, our shut-in of the week is uh, Miss Jessie Smith, so uh, Vicky's mom. Let's remember uh, Jessie. I hope you'll maybe send her a, uh, a card this week. Let her know that you love her and that you're uh, thinking about her. I want us to go to the Lord in prayer, and uh, in just a moment we'll start our uh, baby dedication. But um, let's remember, uh, especially uh, the Molly Washington family, I also remember Mickey's family as well as we pray this morning. And I just invite those of you who would, if you uh, would like to come and join us around the altar, whatever prayer requests that you might have. Let's focus on the Lord right now. Let's ask for God's help. He is available, He's faithful, and He's able. And I'm so thankful for that. So let's look to Him and ask God to help us today. And I invite those who would to come and join us around the altar at this time. Our loving Heavenly Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we acknowledge that there's none like you. You are mighty and supreme and true and living. And just like we were reminded and blessed to be reminded uh, by a powerful message in song that you are alive and that we have the victory. Lord, we can't win with sin and we can't win uh, following the ways of this world. And, and we can't win with, with material things and, and uh, drugs and alcohol and all the things that so many people are looking to. But we sure do win in Christ, and I thank you for that. And I pray that we'll make sure today, even right now, as we think about who you are, Lord, that we'll make sure in our hearts and lives that you are King, that you are our Lord and Savior. God, as you speak, if there's any ounce of desire of anyone here today, Lord, to make their calling and election sure, trusting in you as Lord and Savior, I pray they do that right now. Go ahead and settle it in their hearts, in their, in their, in their minds this morning, that you are our Lord and Savior. There's no one like you. And so we look to you right now, Lord, for help. We look for your grace and strength. And we know that your word tells us that when we call on your name, that we will find grace and strength to help in our time of need. And I think about the Washington family right now, Lord. I think about Mickey's family right now, going through the loss of a loved one. Lord, as, as they mourn, I pray that you'll encourage them, that your word assures us that you are near the brokenhearted. And I thank you for that, dear Lord. And, and so I pray for your help and strength, Lord, on these ones that are that are uh, mourning the loss of loved ones. God, encourage them and help them. I pray especially right now for EJ, and, and I ask God that you would comfort him in and, and, and a way, Lord, that only you can. We, we pray for them today. And God, I just thank you for this privilege of meeting together to worship you this day. And I pray that you'll help us. I pray that you'll speak to us. May we, we, may we receive what you have for us today. God, I thank you, Lord, for these families that are dedicating their babies this morning. I thank you, Lord, for the nation's family, for the Roberts family, Lord. I pray that you'll bless and help them and guide and direct. And may this church also, Lord, be a blessing to these families as they are to us. And I thank you for those that are visiting with us today. I pray that every one of us, God, will be blessed. Touch us, Lord, as only you can, in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Well, at this time, I'm asking you to stand together and let's fellowship together. Tell somebody you love them and you're glad to see them today. Good to see each of you here this morning.
Well, I want to ask the, uh, the hostess committee, those on the hostess committee, if you'll uh, be here at 4.15 today. I forgot to announce that. And I promise you, I'd have got burned at the stake if I didn't announce that uh, this morning. So, uh, so hostess committee, if you'll be here at 4.15. And, of course, we'll uh, begin our evening service to, uh, this evening at 5 o'clock. So hope you'll be a part of that. Looking forward to a good time of fellowship uh, tonight. I do welcome those of you that are visiting with us. So good to see uh, these uh, families that are supporting their loved ones, and we welcome you. And uh, if you've received a bulletin, attached to our bulletin is a visitor's card. And I just ask those of you that are visiting, we'd love to have uh, a record of your visit with us today, and we'd like to connect with you. And um, we're so glad you're here, and we welcome you today. And, and if you'll just fill out the information on that card. And um, also, if anyone has any prayer requests, uh, on the back side of these uh, visitors' cards, uh, you'll see a, a prayer request section, and you can share that with us. And, and I, uh, we'd be honored to pray with you about whatever request that you might have we're a praying church, and prayer makes a difference, and I'm so thankful for that. So, uh, so if you'll take those cards, and then when the uh, offering plate is passed, if you'll just drop in the offering plate, and uh, we'll receive that. Well, children are a gift from God. Amen? Amen. Psalm 127 and verse 3 proclaims that children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. And as believers, we are called to recognize that children belong first and foremost to God. God in His goodness gives children as gifts to parents. They not only have an awesome responsibility of caring for their precious gift, but also the wonderful privilege of enjoying the gift. And I can see the enjoyment going on even as I speak. Because children belong to God and are given by grace uh, to parents, it's only proper and appropriate that children be dedicated back to God. And uh, we're going to look here in just a moment in 1 Samuel chapter 1. We're reminded that Hannah presented her son, Samuel, to the Lord. Also in Luke chapter 2 and verse 22, we read that Mary and Joseph brought their baby Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem in order to present him before the Lord. And in the same way, Daniel and Megan Nations bring their son, Prue Bradford, and Reed and Blair Roberts bring their daughter, Renly Joy, today before the Lord our God. And so at this time, I'm asking these families if they will join me uh, down front here this morning. Isn't this precious? Parents, I want to call your attention to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and uh, verses 4 through 7. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down. And when you rise up. Also Ephesians 6 and verse 4 says, And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but here's the key, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. God's instructions are plain. Now certainly throughout their childhood, there will be a lot of things that you will teach them. No doubt, baseball <laughs> and, um, and, and hobbies and, and teach them you know, to, to be a good student and, um, and, and all of these things and all those 
all that is so important but the most important that will affect every area of their life is teaching them about the Lord and teaching them to honor God teaching them about the Word of God so parents I urge you to love God with every ounce and fiber of your energy just as Deuteronomy 6 says that we're to love the Lord our God with all our heart with all our soul all our strength every fiber of our being and I encourage you to love God in such a way so that your precious son and your precious daughter will see the love of God in a wonderful way in such a way that one day they would want to follow that same uh, example that you have, have led them in so by coming forward today parents do you hereby declare your desire to dedicate yourselves and your child to the Lord if so please respond by saying we do having come freely I ask now that you enter into the following commitment in the presence of God and his people so that crew and Rinley joy would have a Christian home of love and peace and to raise them in the truth of God's instruction and discipline and to encourage them to one day trust Jesus as their Lord and Savior if, if you will do that will you also say we do finally I asked the church to make a vow this morning as well. There's an old proverb that says, it takes a village to raise a child. And those of us that are parents, we all say, amen. <laughs> parents have first responsibility, but parents need the help and support of a community, especially a local church a family of faith. So I direct my questions now to the church. By being present in God's house today, as God's people, do you hereby desire yourselves to be the children of God because you trust in Christ alone for forgiveness of sins and the gift of eternal life and to live an example, not only for these parents, but more importantly for these kids, to live a godly example and whenever opportunities arise, we'll teach them the Bible and teach them the ways of the Lord. Church family, if you will do that would you also say we do I'm going to ask that you would please stand at this time and let's go to the Lord in prayer our Heavenly Father we thank you for these parents willingness today to dedicate their precious children to you what a what a precious gift the gift of life and we celebrate with them today what a special day Lord they acknowledge that that their son and their daughter is a gift from you and Lord, like Hannah, that we'll see this morning, they desire to dedicate their child back to you. And Lord, I ask that you would honor that. And I pray that you would give Daniel and Megan and Reed and Blair wisdom. Give them help. Help them, Lord Jesus, by your grace and strength to be the Christian parents and to provide the Christian home, Lord, that they should. And I pray that, Lord, you'll give them grace and strength. And I pray that this church family would support and would help them in any way possible. Lord, for your glory, we ask in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Well, we have uh, some uh, certificates here this morning um, and uh, of child dedication, and this certifies that Crew Bradford Nation has been dedicated to the Lord on Sunday, February 13, 2022, at Liberty First Baptist Church. And uh, I guess I'm, I'm just used to officiating weddings. 
um, I, I want us to sign this after, after the service today, okay? And also, uh, most importantly, we have uh, for crew a, uh, a little New Testament. And, um, and I have, have put in there uh, crew's name and, and the occasion and this date as well. So, um, so Daniel, if you'll, if you'll take this. And um, also, uh, if y'all just stay right there for just a second. Uh, same thing for, uh, for Renly Joy. This certifies that uh, Renly Joy Roberts has been dedicated to the Lord Sunday, February 13th, 2022 at Liberty First Baptist Church. And once again, we'll, we'll uh, sign these after the service today as well. And, um, and then uh, we have um, Renly Joy, a New Testament Bible as well, the Word of God, uh, the most powerful uh, gift that could ever be given. And, and again, I have, uh, have, have wrote her name as well as the occasion and, and the date as well. Now, something else. Uh, because today is the day before Valentine's Day, I thought that the church family needs to give these moms uh, a gift. And so we have some chocolate-covered strawberries that we are going to give to our, our moms this morning. And, yeah. See, mom can hold strawberries on one hand and the baby on the other and not miss a beat. And also, uh, Blair, you as well. And, and I dropped that. That's why that did that. That's my fault. But <laughs> anyway, but uh, let's give these families a hand and praise the Lord this morning. Amen. I, I, I didn't get a chance. You know, Renly's out right now. She's, he's, he, but I did, I did look at this. I had a talk with Crew, and he told me that I was his favorite pastor. So, <laughs> But congratulations to y'all, and we love you. And I just want you to know, as, as your pastor, if there's anything I can ever do, anything at all, I want to be here for you. And I know I speak on behalf of our church family. Um, we celebrate with you, and uh, we want to be a blessing to you in any way. So God bless you. Congratulations. And to God be the glory. Amen. <laughs> Such a joy to see these these sweet babies. And I know Penny's grinning from ear to ear wherever she is cuz she gets to yeah, there she is. Cuz she gets to keep one of them most days. So you'll turn with me to page 447. Our dedication hymn is Trust and Obey.
offertory hymn. If you're following in your hymnal, if you'll turn to 334, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Thank you. 
you'll turn with me to uh, 1 Samuel. I want to preach to you a message on this uh, Baby Dedication Sunday, a, a message entitled Promises. 1 Samuel chapter 1, and we'll begin at verse 19. You know the story, you know that Hannah was barren, and she asked God for a child, promising to dedicate that child to the Lord. Eli the priest promised Hannah that her fervent prayer for a child would be answered. She went away believing, and that's in, in the previous verses, verses 8 through 18. So to begin, I want to remind us of a truth this morning that I've often shared from this pulpit, and that is the Bible says that we have not because we ask not. And I know that's elementary, but uh, how often do we neglect to ask in prayer? So let's ask of God. Let's make sure Jesus tells us that men ought always to pray. Then he goes on to say that they may not you know, get weary or, or, or faint. And, um, and so we think about that. You know, That implies the importance of prayer, that if I'm not praying like I should, then I'm going to get weary. Uh, and so the answer to not becoming weary is to pray. And maybe the things that we're weary about are things that we need to ask God about. And here's the thing about prayer. It very well might be that when we ask, that God chooses not to answer the prayer the way that we ask. But here's what we know from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. When the apostle Paul prayed, he had a thorn in the side and he asked God to remove the thorn. Well, Jesus didn't remove the thorn, but he did assure Paul that his grace is sufficient and that his strength is perfect. That's the grace that we have, the, the grace of God that we need each and every day. The grace of God will be there uh, to, to meet the need. It'll, it'll be more than sufficient and the strength of God. And so through prayer, we find grace and we find strength. Also, we're reminded that through prayer, that we can be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplications, we, rem we make our request known to God. And then guess what happens? We replace our anxieties and our fear and our worries with the peace of God that passes all understanding that will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So here, Hannah, this is something that she was so overwhelmed with and burdened by not being able to have a child. Well, in this incidence, uh, God answered her prayer. But had God not answered, and when God chooses not to answer our prayer in the way that we ask, we will have the peace of God that passes all understanding. We will have God's all-sufficient grace and His perfect strength. And I don't know about you, but I need that every day. And that's the difference that prayer makes. And so I remind us about the importance of prayer. That's why we have on our visitors call, we have a prayer request section because the power of prayer. And we want to be a praying church and whatever it is that you're burdened about, even if it's, if you just put on your uh, prayer request card, um, um, uh, you know, uh, un, unspoken, God knows the need. And I'm grateful that we can pray in the power of prayer. And so Hannah is experiencing that here in, in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 1. She's asking God. She's making a request to God. It always is good when we pray and when we ask and when we turn to God. So this morning, with this in mind, I want to look at three truths concerning promises that we find in this passage today. First of all, in verses 19 and 20, we're going to see a promise fulfilled. Follow along as I begin here in verses 19 and 20. Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel 
saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. Well, notice in verse 19 that they rose early and they worshiped before the Lord. That says something about their spiritual lives. They rose early and they worshiped God. They made it a priority to worship the Lord. We've already stated that in the previous verses here that, that uh, Hannah in her sorrow, she prayed. Are you sorrowful about something today? I encourage you to pray. I got to tell you, I've never regretted times that I've gone to the Lord in prayer. You know, times that maybe we don't understand difficulties and hardships and, and mourning perhaps the loss of loved ones or, or, or being anxious about the news that we're going to get from the doctor. Whatever it might be. Maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's turmoil at home. Maybe it's just all the stuff going on in the world today. It just overwhelms us. Well, here we find that Hannah in her sorrow prayed. So in the same way, let me challenge every one of us here today to, to pray, especially in our times of sorrow. Thank God that our great high priest is the Lord Jesus Christ. Not some man like here. Of course, we know this is Old Testament. Uh, but here, Eli the priest, when Hannah first prayed, he didn't understand. Matter of fact, she thought, or he thought that she had, had been intoxicated, that she, had, that she was drunk. So he didn't even understand. Here's the thing. I want you to know this morning that every time that you call on the Lord, our great high priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, he understands fully. He'll never misunderstand you. He'll never, he'll never have to be informed about what you're going through. He already knows. We have a great high priest that we call upon. And when I think about my great high priest, the Lord Jesus, who prays for me when I call on the Lord in prayer, when I think about that, why would I neglect to pray? So maybe you're sorrowful this morning like Hannah was. Let me encourage you to pray. Here's a promise fulfilled. Hannah prayed, and we find here that, uh, that they rose early and they worshiped the Lord. And, um, and as a result, in verse 20, it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son. God answered and God heard um, Hannah's prayer. Jesus knows and understands everything that you're going through he knows as your great high priest so let me encourage you this morning to call on him and to pray in your sorrow and um, and Hannah uh, she conceived and um, God answered and God heard her her prayer and God hears every prayer you might say I've been praying about something for years well it might be God saying wait well we don't like that do we <laughs> man I've, I've, I've got to do better at this. I know I'm not too fun to ride with. Um, Valerie and I were going to Greenville yesterday. We had some time, and I just wanted to go to Greenville, to downtown, and just kind of walk around. And, and uh, we, we parked at Cleveland Park, and, and, and the red lights, it's like, you know, the light turns green, and the car in front, what are you waiting on? Let's go. Light's green. How can you not be ready to go? And here's my favorite, you know, saying. Valerie will probably have this put on my tombstone. If you pull out in front of me like you're in a hurry, then you better be in a hurry, right? Boy, somebody pulls out in front of you and then they just poke. It's like, what did you pull out in front of me for, you know? And, and so we're just, I'm, I'm the most impatient person. And so when I pray, I just, I just don't want God to say, wait. And we're all like that. But here's the thing. God knows what he's doing. He's God. And God's plan and God's timing is always best. And it's very possible that God might say no. But... His grace is sufficient, and His strength is perfect. 
So have you prayed about whatever it might be that you're sorrowful about this morning? What about something that you're worried or anxious about this morning? Right, let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Just the same God that heard Hannah hears your prayer if you're a child of God this morning. Um, so secondly, I want us to see this promise was nurtured. The promise was fulfilled. Um, Hannah conceived. They had a son. And um, we, we know that, that Hannah did not forget because the last part of verse 20, um, she named her son Samuel, meaning I have asked for him from the Lord. She didn't forget. How many times when we pray, God comes through, maybe we, we say, Lord, if you'll do this, God, I'll do that. God comes through. And then we totally forget about the promise maybe that we made to the Lord. Well, Hannah didn't forget. She remembered. She named her son Samuel. But then in verses 21 through 23, this promise was nurtured. Notice this. Now the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned, then I will take him that he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. So Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best for you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him. So once again, we know that Elkanah and Hannah remember the Lord because all his house went up to offer the Lord the yearly sacrifice and vow. I mean, they, they were worshiping God. That was important to them. And let me just say this, dads. We are to be the spiritual leaders in our home. It really shouldn't be up for question on Saturday night what's going to happen on Sunday morning. Dads, we need to be the spiritual leader of the home. And Elkanah, they, they just went up. They went to the house of the Lord to offer the yearly sacrifice. In other words, they went up to worship. They worship God. And so, dads, we need to be the leaders in our home. And and, uh, and parents, we need to be good Christian parents. And, and we need to lead, lead our kids and, and lead, lead the home in a way that honors God. And we, we see that even here. Elkanah was the spiritual leader. And they went up to the house of the Lord to worship. Here in, in this passage, I noticed that Elkanah was mentioned. And all his house went to worship the Lord. This was customary for Elkanah. Let's lead in our homes, Dad. Let's Let's resolve, as the prophet Jeremiah stated, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. What, what better uh, stand could we take, dads? We're going to serve the Lord. We're going to honor God. We're going to worship God. And so I challenge us this morning, dads. Let's be good Christian leaders in our homes. And, and let's pray in our homes. I mean, I, I think about Valentine's Day and and. Um, and you know, you know the, the precious bride that God has blessed you with. Does she ever hear you pray? You know, and, and, and on, the, on the contrary, does, does your husband ever hear you pray, wives? That, that ought to be some of the most cherished and, 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 and most valuable time together is time in prayer. Does your kids ever hear you pray? Let's open the Word of God in our homes and let's turn the TVs off at times and turn the devices off and let's gather around. I was talking with my father-in-law Last night, he and, and, um, and my mother-in-law came by the house and, and gave uh, Valentine's um, gifts to, to our kids. And, and um, I wonder why they didn't give me one. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, but we were talking, and, and we were talking about, you know, times, that, precious memories that's gone by of, 
of, of family and, and, and on July the 4th around that time every year we would meet uh, with, with, uh, with his family there at Traveler's Rest and, and uh, they would open their garage and have a spread there in the garage and, and, uh, we, and, and I mean we would just sit in the shade on the driveway and that's where we ate and we just sit out some precious time precious memories uh, the, the, the two precious ladies uh, the, the, where, where we would go they, they were sisters uh, they've now gone on to glory but we were talking about that and I made a statement I, I told my father-in-law I said you know families today need to just go outside and, and set up chairs and sit on the driveway and just have lunch or dinner together we need that don't we, we we've kind of lost that and it's like well there's no time well this is something we got to make time for you got to make time for worship you got to make time for the Lord and prayer if we don't do that then we're going to be suffering. And I think that's why we're in the shape that we're in. Families today. Uh, the, the devil is working overtime to break families apart. But the family that prays together, what? Stays together. That is so true. And so, here, Hannah and Elkanah, they, they, are, they are worshiping the Lord. The nurturing begins with the worship of God. I see prayer and worship together in this passage. Elkanah led his whole house to go to worship God, to, sac to make sacrifice, to worship God at the house of God. And they had a close relationship with the Lord. Hannah chose not to go, of course, until Samuel was weaned. After weaning, she had planned to take him and then leave him uh, to, to serve the Lord at the tabernacle for the rest of his life. She was dedicating, giving her son to the Lord. Now, I know, I know this morning, Daniel and Megan, I know y'all aren't going to leave crew here today. Now, you can if you'd like. Um, and I know Reed and, and Blair, y'all not going to leave uh, Renly Joy here this morning. And once again, you can if you'd like. We, we'd love to, to spend time and, and, and take care and, and, and spend that, that, that precious time with them. But here's the thing. What Hannah was doing was saying, this is your, I give it back to you, Lord. And whatever you want to do, then... They're yours. And that's the, that's the commitment that every parent ought to make. You know, mama called and papa sent. Well, that's one thing. But what we need is God called to seek God's will. And here I stand today, and I've got a son that's about to be a senior in college. And sure, I love to have conversations with him about what he's interested in and about his gifts and about where he may feel God leading him. And uh, I've got a son that's also fixing to be a senior in high school next year. Wow. And my precious girl, I, I don't like Josh Oxendine too well because he sent me a card saying that it's, that, that it's going to be uh, eighth grade night at the high school and they're going to do registration. Uh, he can't have my daughter yet. Uh, she's not going to high school. Um, you know, but uh, but it's, it's just amazing. But I think about my kids. And as much as I want to influence and as much as I think about where I would like for them to go or what I would like for them to do, the greatest thing is for them to seek God's will and desire God's will. It's just like that wonderful hymn, Because He Lives. How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy it brings. But greater still, the calm assurance of knowing that because He lives, this child can face uncertain days. Because He lives. And so I challenge not only our families this morning dedicating their, their precious gifts back to God, I challenge all parents today we like to kind of have a lot of, we like that control a little bit. And we kind of, oh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to, well, let's let God figure that out. Let's truly, listen, 
We had baby dedication when our kids were. Let's, let's not take it back and say, okay, all right, Lord, I trust you, but I'm going to help you out a little bit. No, let's give them to God and trust them with God. And let's, and let's pray about it. Let's be sure to call on the Lord and pray for God's guidance. Pray for God's wisdom. I don't know what's going to happen 10 years from now. But I do know this. If the trumpet doesn't sound, God will still be on the throne. And God will still be able. And he's got a plan and purpose for every one of his, his children. Let's seek that plan and seek that purpose. And so, you know, Hannah, uh, she, she decided to, to wait to go to the tabernacle after Samuel was weaned. But then after that, she was going to take, uh, I guess in the ancient world, a child was breastfed for two to three years even before it was considered old enough to spend extended periods of time away from home. So after Samuel's weaning, she was going to present him to the Lord. And Elkanah agreed with his wife's desire to follow through with their vow. So Hannah weaned and she nurtured the child physically, but no doubt spiritually because they prayed and because they worshiped in their home. Most important, most powerful thing is the worship of God, the trust of God, the family altar, open the scriptures together, read the word of God together, pray together. How valuable that is. A good God give us Christian home. And so lastly, I want us to see down in verses 24 through 28, not only was the promise nurtured, but the promise was kept. Here's the thing. God always keeps his promises. Always. He always has and he always will. But what about us? Let's make sure that we desire to keep our promises as well. The time had arrived and Hannah was ready. So she brought young Samuel to the Lord and they worshiped just as she said that she would. Notice with me in verse 24 as we close. Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bulls, one ephah of flour, and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli, who was the priest. And she said, O oh my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, for the Lord has granted me my petition which I ask of him. Therefore, I shall have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worshiped the Lord there. What, what an amazing time. What a powerful time. Hannah remembered her promise to give back and dedicate her son to the Lord. And so now they, they, they go and they worship. Of course, in, in, this time, in the Old Testament, uh, worship required sacrifice. And, and by the way, it still requires sacrifice when we worship Jesus in 2022. But the sacrifice is the greatest sacrifice of Jesus when he died on the cross. For our, that's why we worship, only through Jesus. And so they, 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 uh, they sacrifice the, the bull, and, and, and the bull, three years old, was in the prime of his life. They sacrificed the vest to the Lord. Notice what Hannah said in verse 26 as they brought Samuel before Eli the priest to dedicate him to the Lord. Notice this. As your soul lives, my Lord, I'm the woman who stood by you here, praying to the Lord for this child, I pray. Well, there's been a lot of moms over the years that can identify with it. For this child, I have prayed. 
And the Lord has granted my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore, I also lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. You know what Hannah was saying? I made this promise to God, and I'm going to keep this promise. It's very possible that Hannah, after, you know, after two or three years with Samuel, just loving Samuel, and you know how it is. Man, they, they begin to crawl, and they, they begin to talk, and they begin to, uh, they begin to uh, just have baby language and talk and, just, and, and begin to just, it's just the sweetest thing to watch. And Hannah could have said, you know what? God's given me this child, and I think God will understand if I don't keep up my promise. No, she didn't do that. I'm sure, especially being a mom, a mother's love, I'm sure the temptation was to not honor the promise that she made. And I just love this. You remember, you remember uh, uh, Eli the priest? I'm the one that was here praying. I bet Eli probably didn't even remember. <laughs> he, maybe he did. I, I don't know. But, but she remembered, and she kept the promise. Samuel was lent to the Lord. She dedicated Samuel to the Lord just as she had promised. And they worshipped the Lord there. You talk about true worship. They were, that's the very reason they were doing what they did. Is because they knew that God is worthy. What about your worship this morning? Why do you do what you do? I mean, do you tithe or, or, or do you teach Sunday school or, or, or do you volunteer with kids and, and students or do you sing in the choir or, or uh, do, do you come on Sunday mornings? Do you do that to be seen and to, and to socialize? You know, it's just a thing to do or is it an act of worship? I just want you to know Jesus is worthy. Let him be the reason that you do what you do. Parents, this morning... The dedicating, let it be as an act of worship because you know that God is worthy. God's blessed you with this child and you're giving your child back to God because what better hands could your child be in? Because he's worthy as an act of worship. Everything that we do needs to be out of worship to the Lord. If it's just checking off a list and, and, and just religion, that'll make you miserable. But let Jesus be your reason. He satisfies. And here... They are worshiping the Lord there, doing what they remembered and what they had promised. They didn't forget the Lord. What about us? I'm, I'm afraid too many times we are forgetting God. We're leaving God out. Maybe that's the case. Maybe there's some here today, and, and maybe the Lord's dealing with your heart, and maybe you've not included God, or maybe you've kind of forgotten. Maybe there were some promises made that you hadn't remembered. Well, today, let's, let's remember and let's worship God just like uh, Hannah and, and, and her husband did. They worshiped God. Hannah asked the Lord for a son, and God provided. Hannah kept her promise and continued to worship the Lord. I'm going to ask every head bowed and, and every eye closed. Our musicians come forward. When's the last time that you went to the Lord in prayer about something that you were sorrowful about, something that maybe troubled you, or something that you were anxious about? I just want to remind you that prayer makes a difference. Prayer is powerful. The same God that heard Hannah's prayer is the same God that we trust in and are praying to right now. Have you made promises to God? Have you kept those promises? God always keeps His promises. So let's trust Him today and keep our promises to Him 
out of worship because he's worthy. Heavenly Father, whatever needs to take place this morning, I ask that in Jesus' name, Lord, that we will pray and seek you. God, that we'll worship you. Lord, we ask for your help today for those that are anxious and those that are, that are sorrowful. God, I pray that they'll experience the difference that prayer makes by turning to you and worshiping you and trusting in you. And Lord, just as Hannah kept her promise and remembered you, may we keep our promise and remember you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to ask that you stand as Donna leads us. Would you come this morning? What is it right now that God is speaking to you about? Only you and God knows. Nobody else can tell you. But if you seek God right now, He'll speak. And He'll not lead you astray. He'll tell you what to do. I encourage you to do it right now. Call on Him in prayer. Are you sorrowful? Maybe not kept promises to the Lord? Let's deal with that this morning. The altar is open. I'd love to pray with you this morning. Would you come? if they would come uh, and stand with me this, this morning. And while they're coming, um, with today being uh, the day before Valentine's, um, we have a uh, Valentine's gift that, that Doug and our, our children's ministry is going to uh, be given to you as you, as you exit today. So, so they're, they're, they'll be in place, and you'll have, you'll have a gift. Those of you that are, uh, that are young at heart are 55 and up. Um, so I um, hope you'll enjoy that. And... Uh, Blair and and, uh, and Reed come this this morning, and um, and Reed uh, desires to unite with our church family, and um, and so um, we probably could have just done all that together, you know. But I, I guess sometimes as Baptists you just got to do it. I guess the way you always do it. I guess I don't know. But the most important thing is that is that we do it. And I am honored today uh, to uh, to present Reed uh, this this morning as a uh, as as a new member of our church and. All in favor, if you just raise your right hand. And certainly there's no opposition. And if there was, there's the door, right? <laughs> but, uh, but again, we're so happy and so, uh, so thankful for y'all. Oh, she's awake. Yeah, I'm your favorite pastor, right? She stuck her tongue out at me, but I, I don't know. 
<laughs> but congratulations and once again if I can ever do anything I, I want to be a good pastor and anything that, that I can do to encourage and help and uh, we're, we're so happy for y'all and um, and I don't know um, they but yet right now with you know with with protocols and precautions and everything uh, normally I'd have them stand down front but um but uh, but y'all just wave at them okay and uh, and just let them know I know this morning as a church family that we that we vowed to help not only this family but also the nation's family as they desire to be the godly parents that they should and um, and so as, as now as, as Reed has has united with our church family um, I pray that uh, that that you would remember them and support them in prayer so I'm, I'm so thankful this morning I just praise the Lord for the great things that God has done and uh, I see the kids in place back there so they have something for our young at heart on your way out thank y'all for being here today what a great day uh, the Lord has has made and um, what a great uh, opportunity and privilege and occasion today at baby dedication so I remind you I hope you'll be back tonight at 5 um, hostess committee please be here at 415 and, and uh, we'll have a great time of church fellowship together God bless you. Donna, if you'll close us. It is well with my soul.